Then comes a separate section, the third level of the basic level of religion, Al-Islam. Then the higher level of Iman with its pillars. And now comes the third and last and highest level of the religion. So there comes the title here, Al-Martabatu Thalithatu Al-Ihsan. The third level is Al-Ihsan. And there comes the subheading, Ta'rifu Al-Ihsan. The definition of Al-Ihsan. Then comes the saying of the author, Shaykh al-Islam, Al-Martabatu Thalithatu Al-Ihsan. رُقْنٌ وَاحِدٌ وَهُوَ أَنْ تَعْبُدَ اللَّهَ كَأَنَّكَ تَرَاهُ فَإِنْ لَمْ تَكُنْ تَرَاهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكُ The third level is Al-Ihsan. It is a single pillar. And it is that you worship Allah as if you were seeing Him. And even though you do not see him, then he certainly sees you. So after we had Islam with its five pillars, and the second level, Al-Iman with its six pillars, now we have Al-Ihsan, the highest level, which is a single pillar, one pillar. Shaykh Fawzan said in explanation, Al-Ihsan in the language means اتقان الشيء وإتمامه what does this word Ihsan mean in the Arabic language? He said, to perfect something and complete it. Ihsan means to perfect and complete the thing. It is derived from Al-Husn, which is Al-Jamal. It's this word beauty, which is Al-Jamal. Beauty means beauty, literally. It's derived from the word Al-Husn, which means beauty. The opposite of ugliness. And it is divided into categories. Ihsan, this term Ihsan is divided into categories. And Shaykh Fazan mentions the three categories of Ihsan. Firstly, Ihsan, perfection of what lies between the servant and his Lord. And that is what is meant. In, in this section of the book here, what is meant is this first. Category of Ihsan. Ihsan, perfection of what is between the person and his Lord. That's what's meant here. Then the second category of Ihsan is Ihsan, perfection of what is between the servant, the person, and the rest of the people. And the person in his relations with the people and perfects and correct and perfects his relations with the rest of the people. Thirdly, Thirdly, doing well and perfecting whatever you make or do in your actions and things that you do, perfect them. That when a person makes something or does an action, then it is obligatory upon him that he perfects it and does it completely. Then Shaykh Fazan, he moves on, he said, as what, what is meant here is the first category, that's what we need to deal, we're dealing with here, the first category. Perfection of what is between the person and his Lord. So then he goes on to explain that. He said the first type, and it is Ihsan, 
affection of what lies between the servant and his Lord. He said the Messenger وسلم, explained it when Jibreel, when Jibreel asked him in the presence of the companions as will follow in the hadith of, famous hadith of Jibreel which will come next time insha'Allah. He says so the Prophet the Messenger وسلم, he explained what is ihsan between the servant and his Lord. When Jibreel asked him in the presence of the companions so he said, Al-Ihsan an ta'bud Allah ka'annaka tarahu fa'in lam takun tarahu fa'innahu yara'ak When Jibreel asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what is Ihsan? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied Ihsan is that you worship Allah as if you are seeing Him and even though you do not see Him then certainly he sees you. Shaykh Razan said, so Ihsan between a servant and his Lord is his perfecting the action which Allah has made a duty upon him. That he does it correctly, purely and sincerely for the face of Allah the Mighty Majestic. Uh, the action, any duty which Allah has made upon the servant, that he, has, he does, obviously it's an act of worship then. That he does it, sahihan, correctly, with correctness, and khalisan wajhillah, and he does it purely and sincerely, seeking the face of Allah, the mighty majestic. So an action in which there is ihsan between the servant and his Lord, is that which contains al-ikhlas for Allah that is done purely and sincerely for Allah the mighty and majestic and it contains al-mutaba'ah the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam it's done with ikhlas for Allah the most high it's done with ikhlas for Allah the mighty and majestic and it's done with mutaba'ah following of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam made clear that it, that ihsan is of two levels, one of them being higher than the other. So, what is ihsan? We got the question: What is ihsan? Then, it is the action between the servant and his lord, which contains those two things. It's done purely and sincerely for Allah the Most High with ikhlas, and it's done in following the way of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And then with regard to the levels, if it's how many levels, the Shah said there are two levels of it. One of them being higher than the other. And he explains them. First, the first level. First level of Ihsan is that you worship Allah as if you were seeing Him. Such that your certainty and your Iman in Allah reaches such a level that it is as if you are actually seeing Allah with your eyes. It is as if, that's how you worship Allah with it, upon this level, the higher level, that your certainty becomes so strong, and your iman in Allah becomes so strong, that it is as if you are actually witnessing Allah with your eyes. You have no hesitancy or doubt. Rather, it is as if 
Allah is in front of you. He, the Prophet and Most High, and you are seeing him openly. So whoever reaches this level, then he has reached the limit of ihsan, of perfection of his worship. That you worship Allah as if you are seeing him, on account of the completeness of certainty and the completeness of ikhlas, purity and sincerity of your action. It is as if you are seeing Allah with your eyes. And Allah, the mighty and majestic, will not be seen. That's why the Shaykh mentioned all the way through. It is, a, it is as if, as if. However, the Shaykh makes the point. But Allah, the mighty and majestic, will not be seen in this world. Rather, he will only be seen in the akhirah, in the hereafter. However, you see him with your heart to the extent that it is as if you are seeing him with your eyes. And what's the meaning of this level? In that the person reaches this level, he sees Allah with his heart, with his certainty, with the strength of his iman, he sees Allah with his heart to such an extent that it's as if you are seeing him with his eyes. Then Shaykh Bazan said, and therefore, he will reward the people of Ihsan in the hereafter, that they will see him, he the perfect and most high. Since they used to worship him as if they were seeing him in this world. So therefore, Allah rewards them by giving them the opportunity to see him with their eyes in the abode of bliss. In this world they worshipped Allah in that manner, just as if they were sinking. So therefore in the next life he will reward them, that he, he will grant them the opportunity to actually see him with their eyes. <coughs> Shaykh Fawzan said, quoting evidence for this, he the Most High said, لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُ الْحُسْنَى وَزِيَادَةِ Surah Yunus, the 10th Surah, I-26 with the explanation as ziyada or the ayah with the explanation for the doers of good the people of Iqsan there will be the best reward of paradise was ziyada and something extra Shaykh Hassan said the ziyada something extra is looking upon the face of Allah the reason is that they perfected, they had ihsan in this world, they perfected their deeds in this world. So therefore Allah gave them al-husna, the best reward. They had ihsan in this, in this life, so therefore Allah gives them a reward, al-husna, the best reward, which is al-jannah, paradise. And He will give them an increase, which is the ru'ya, seeing Allah the mighty and majestic. So therefore, you worship Allah as if you are seeing Him. As if you are actually witnessing Him. And upon love, and longing to meet Him, He the perfect and most high. You feel delight in obedience to Him. And you feel calm and at peace with obedience to Him. He the perfect and most high. 
you eagerly desire it, you eagerly desire obedience to him. This is the path of the Muhsini, the people of Ihsan. So all of this is the first level and the higher level of Ihsan. Then Shaykh Razam moves on to mention the second lower level of Ihsan. He said, the second level, if you do not reach this level, this tremendous level, what we just mentioned, so if you do not reach this tremendous level, then you worship him upon the path of al-muraqabah, of watchfulness. Such that you know that Allah sees you. And the first level is that you worship Allah as if you were seeing him, as if, so carefully, as if you were seeing him. If you don't reach that high level, then at least you be upon this level here. That you worship upon the path of watchfulness. That you know that Allah is seeing you. And that He knows your condition. And that He knows what lies within yourself. So therefore it is not befitting that you should disobey Him. And that you should contradict His command when He sees you and He observes you. And this is a good state. However, it is less than the first one. It's a good state to be upon, but it's less than the first level. So as long as you know that He sees you, then you therefore perfect, you therefore perfect your worship of Him. And you do it well. Because you know that Allah is seeing you. And for Allah is the highest description. For Allah is the highest example. And then Shaykh al gives an example to help us understand this matter. Of this level. What is the second level here? The level of worshipping Allah with the sure and certain knowledge that He's watching you. You worship Him so carefully because of your knowledge that He's watching you and sees you. Shaykh al said, And for Allah is the highest example. And He gives an example here for us to understand. If you were in front of a created being, someone from the creation, who had status, and he commanded you with a command, and you were carrying it, carrying this matter out, in front of him, and he was looking at you, would it be befitting that you be negligent in the performance of this action? someone from the creation some personal authority some manager or someone has told you to do something and he's in front of you watching you and you just mess around you know you don't, you don't do it properly would that be befitting would that be would you even think of doing that of course of course not then <coughs> Sheikh Razan said so in summary Ihsan is of two levels the level of Al-Mushahada Al-Qalbiyya the level of witnessing with the heart and it is that you worship Allah as if you are seeing him from the strength of certainty and iman it is as if you are seeing Allah the mighty majestic with your eyes and the second level the lower level he said, and it is lesser than it is that you worship Allah knowing that he sees you and observes you so therefore you do not disobey him and you, do, 
you do not contradict his command he the perfect and most high and Sheikh Bazan said this is the level of Al-Ihsan and it is the highest of the levels of the religion in Ihsan with these two levels that we just mentioned that is Ihsan and Ihsan is the highest of the levels of the religion whoever reaches it then he has reached the highest of the levels of the religion before it is the level of Iman and before that is the level of Al-Islam Islam is the first level higher than that within that and higher than that is the level of Iman and then higher than that and within it is the level of Al-Ihsan Shaykh Razan said so the religion, the deen has a number of domains number of spheres or domains the first and he mentions each one of the three the first domain is Al-Islam and it is wide to the extent that the hypocrite, the munafiq, enters into it and he is called a Muslim and he is treated like a Muslim because he has submitted to Islam outwardly so he enters within the domain of Islam obviously what Shaykh Al-Fawzan is indicating here that means you've got to outward treatment that somebody who outwardly he displays Islam all we see from him is, is Islam but inwardly he doesn't believe and we don't know what he believes in his heart or doesn't believe but outwardly all we see from him is that he adheres to Islam then obviously Allah knows that he is not a Muslim but as for us all we see from him is Islam then we have to treat him as Islam he has from as far as we're concerned the name of being Muslim being within the Muslims and that he's dealt with as a Muslim we have to deal with them according to what's apparent from him and all that's apparent to us is Islam obviously what Allah knows about him and what will happen to him hereafter is something else so just repeat what Shaykh Fawzanti said that the level of Islam is something wide to such an extent that even the monarchic the hypocrite enters within it and is called a Muslim and he's treated like the Muslims because he has submitted to Islam outwardly so therefore he enters within the domain of Islam and he mentions a second category of people who enter within the, the domain of Islam he said and the person who is weak in Iman obviously a monarchy he does not have Iman but the second category of person who does have Iman true Iman but he's weak in his Iman he enters within the level of Islam as well the domain of Islam the one who has nothing from Iman except a mustard seed of it only got a mustard seed of true faith Iman and he enters within the domain of Islam then Shaykh Raza mentions the second domain of Islam the second and higher level and it is more restricted and more specific the domain of Al-Iman and this the hypocrite does not enter into it the one who is a hypocrite with an nifaq al-i'tiqadi a hypocrite in belief I mean the one who is outwardly pretends to be a Muslim in his heart he disbelieves in Islam he has kufr in his heart he doesn't believe in Islam then he does not enter into the second domain whatsoever the domain of al-iman true faith ever 
Rather, only the people of Iman, those who are truly believers, enter into it. And they are of two categories. Or they are of two categories, Imanun Kamil, those who are complete in Iman, and Imanun Naqis, those who are deficient Iman. So, the Mu'minun Fasiq, the sinful believer, enters into it. And the Mu'minun Taqi, and the obedient and dutiful believer, both of them, enter within the level of Iman. The believer is believer but sinful. And likewise the believer who is taqi, the believer is dutiful, obedient. They all both enter into the level of iman. Then he mentions the third domain. And it is more restricted than the second one. The domain of al-ihsan. And it is just as the Prophet ﷺ made clear. And no one will enter into it except the people of al-imanu kanu, the people of complete iman. Then <coughs> the author, Shaykh al-Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, he gives the evidence for this, for this third and highest level of the religion. So there comes a section on what occurs on page 100, or on page 225 of this Lebanese print, page 174 of the Egyptian print. With the title Dalil al Ihsan, the evidence for Al Ihsan, for this highest, third and highest level of the religion, Al Ihsan. So then he brings the saying of the author, Shaykh al Islam, what Dalilu Kaluhu Ta'ala, in Allah, Ma'al Nadina Taqaw, Wal Nadina Hum Muhsinun, and I am in Surah Al Nahr. وَقَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى وَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى الْعَزِيزِ الْرَّحِيمِ الَّذِي يَرَاكَ حِينَ تَقُومِ وَتَقَلْبُكَ فِي السَّاجِدِينَ إِنَّهُ هُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ الْآيَةُ مِنْ سُورَةِ الشُّعَرَاءِ وَقَوْلُهُ تَعَالَى وَمَا تَكُونُ فِي شَأْنٍ وَمَا تَتْلُو مِنْهُ مِنْ قُرْآنٍ وَلَا تَعْمَلُونَ مِنْ عَمَلٍ إِلَّا كُنَّا عَلَيْكُمْ شُهُودًا إِذْ تُفِيضُونَ فِيهِ وَمَا يَعْزُبُ عَنْ رَبِّكَ مِنْ مِثْقَالِ ذَرَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ وَلَا أَصْغَرَ مِنْ ذَلِكَ وَلَا أَكْبَرَ وَلَا أَكْبَرَ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مُبِينٍ And this last part of the ayah is a side point here. The last part of the ayah وَمَا يَعْزُبُ عَنْ رَبِّكَ مِنْ مِثْقَالِ ذَرَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ وَلَا أَصْغَرَ مِنْ ذَلِكَ وَلَا أَكْبَرَ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مُبِينٍ And of course this being the completion of the ayah this does not occur in, in any of the versions of the three principles. It only occurs in the, this version with the explanation of Sheikh Saleh al-Fawzan. It does not occur in the rest of those who are memorizing the book. It does not occur, this completion of the ayah does not occur in the rest of the versions. So the saying of the author Sheikh al-Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, with the explanation and the proof, the proof for Ihsan. And the proof is his saying, He the Most High. And he calls the ayah from Surah Al-Nahl, the 16th Surah, ayah 128. The explanation, Allah is with those who fear Him and are dutiful to Him. And He is with those who are people of Ihsan. He is with the Muhsineen, the people of Ihsan. 
And he's saying he the most high, then he quotes the ayahs 217 to 220 of the 26th surah, surah shu'ara, with the explanation, and place your reliance upon the Almighty, the bestower of mercy. He who sees you when you stand to pray, and who sees your movements along with those who pray along with you. Indeed, he is the all-hearing, the all-knowing. He said, and his saying, he the most high, and he calls the ayah from Surah Yunus, the 10th Surah, ayah 61, with the explanation, and you are not an address to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam being, and you are not O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam involved in any matter. Nor do you recite the book of Allah, nor do you do any action, O people, except that we are witnessing your deeds when you do them. Then the completion of the explanation of the extra bit. And not even that which is of the weight of the tiniest ant is hidden from your Lord in the earth or in the heavens. Nor is there anything smaller than that, nor greater than it, except that it is written in a clear book. Shaykh Fawzan, Hafizullah, he said in explanation, this is the proof for the level, this he said, this is the proof for the first level of Al-Ihsan. It's counting upon the first ayah here. The first of the two levels of Ihsan. He said this, this ayah from Surah Al-Nahr, this is the proof for the first level of Ihsan. إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْا وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ مُحْسِنُونَ With the explanation, Allah is with those who have taqwa of Him, those who fear and are dutiful to Him. And those, He is with those or people of Ihsan, the Muhsinun. Sheikh Barzan said, the ayah proves that Allah is with the Muhsinin, the people of Ihsan. And they are those who worship Allah as if they were seeing Him. Then Allah is with them. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَهُمْ Allah is with them. With a ma'iyyatan, ma'iyya khasa. Allah is with them in a specific sense of ma'iyya. The ma'iyya has been with them with regard to aiding and helping and at tawfiq. Guiding them to and granting them attainment of correctness. So the Muhsineen, in other words, Allah is with them in a specific sense. As a side point here, uh, we had some time ago in the explanation, in Shaykh al-Fawzan, Hafidahullah's explanation of Al-Aqidah al-Wasitiyah, we had the, the Ma'iyah of Allah the Most High. The Allah the Most High has been with the creation, is of two types. The first of them is Al-Ma'iyah al-Amma. Allah has been with the creation in the general sense. 
which is this, the sense that is general to the whole of the creation. To which Sheikh Al-Fawzan said, that which necessitates his encompassing them, his encompassing his creation, he the perfect, and his knowledge of their actions, the good of them and the bad of them, and that he will recompense them for them. So Allah, Allah the Most High has been with his creation, his ma'iyya, in a general sense, as general to the whole of the creation. <coughs> and it necessitates that Allah the Most High encompasses the whole of his creation, he knows what they are upon from good and evil and so on. And then the second, and, more, and the specific ma'iyya of Allah the Most High to his creation, Shaykh Razan said, is al ma'iyya al-khasah, Allah has been with the creation in a specific sense that he is specifically with his servants, the believers, the mu'mineen. And this specific ma'iyya necessitates his aiding and his helping and his protecting. His aiding and his helping and his protecting. Obviously this is what Shaykh Al-Fazan refers to here that we just heard in the, in the explanation here. The ma'iyah of Allah the Most High, the specific ma'iyah of Allah the Most High, with His believing servants. And as an additional side point, when Sheikh Zayd al-Madkhari, he said in his explanation, with regard to the people commented by this ayah, with regard to the people of Ihsan and their virtue, and encouragement to try to strive to be upon Ihsan, he said, it is sufficient nobility for them that Allah is with them. And whoever is such that Allah is with him, then he will not be lost. And it is not possible that he will deviate and fail. And fail. Neither in this world, nor in the barzakh, in the intermediate life, nor in the hereafter. So if you love that Allah should be with you, then upon you is to be a muhsin, a person of ihsan. In your actions, the outward ones and the inward ones. Then back to the explanation of Shaykh Farzan, he moves on to explain the second ayah brought by the author. So he said, And he's saying, He the Most High, وَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى الْأَزِيزِ rahim with the explanation and place your reliance upon the almighty one the bestower of mercy he who sees you when you stand to pray and he sees your movements amongst those who are praying Shaykh Fawzan said this is a proof for the second level. And the first ayah that came is a proof for the first and highest level of Ihsan. Now this ayah is a proof for the second level of Ihsan. He said this is a proof for his saying, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, فَإِنَّهُ مِرَاقِ Then he certainly sees you. Obviously referring again to the hadith of Jibreel, regarding Ihsan, that you worship Allah as if you were seeing him, the first level of Ihsan. And then, and even though you do not see him, then certainly he sees you. 
And Shaykh Fawzan said, وَتَوَكَّلْ Explain the ayah word by word, by word and phrase by phrase, وَتَوَكَّلْ Shaykh Fawzan said, meaning, entrust your affairs. Aram Aziz Rahim To the Aziz, to the Almighty One, Ar Rahim, the bestower of mercy. Shaykh Fawzan said, and He is Allah. The perfect and most high. And he explains the phrase, Hina Taqoom. With the expression, when you stand, Shahabazan said, you stand for worship and for the prayer. Wataqambubaka fistajideen. With the expression, and your movements amongst those who perform sajda. On prostration, Shaykh Razan said, he, see, he sees you whilst you are performing the ruku, the bowing, and whilst you are performing the sajda, the prostration. He sees you in all the states of worship, standing and bowing and prostrating. Then He, the perfect and most high, sees you. The explanation, indeed, he is the all-hearing, the all-knowing. Shaykh Fawzan explains, the one who hears your sayings, the one who knows your sayings, he the perfect and most high. Then Shaykh Fawzan moves on to the next ayah by the author, he said, and his saying, he the most high, وَمَا تَكُونُ فِي شَأْنٍ وَمَا تَتْلُ مِنْهُمْ مِنْ قُرْآنٍ وَلَا تَعْمَلُونَ مِنْ عَمَلٍ إِلَّا كُنَّا عَلَيْكُمْ شُهُودًا إِذْ تُفِيضُونَ فِيهِ Third ayah brought by the author, the ayah from Surah Yunus, with the explanation, And you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, are not engaged in any matter. Ya Rahmatullah. You are not engaged in any matter, nor do you recite the book of Allah, nor do you do any action, O people, except that we are witnessing your deeds when you do them. Shaykh Razan said in explanation, this is a proof for the second level. And also this is a further proof for the second level of Ihsan. وَمَا تَكُونُ فِي شَعْنُ And the explanation, and you are not engaged in any affair. Shaykh Fazan said, this is an address to the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In any affair from your affairs, from the affairs of worship or other than it, all of your actions and your movements, you will not be engaged in any affair at all. In Quran. The part of the ayah of the rough explanation of and you do not recite and you do not recite from him or you, and, and you do not recite from it from the Quran. Shah Razan explains meaning. He explains the word minhu umatatlu minhu. Shah Razan said meaning in Allah. Meaning from Allah. You do not recite something from Him, from Allah. Because the Quran 
is from Allah, the mighty majestic. Or, and then Shaykh Razan gives a second explanation, he said the dhamir, the pronoun, the personal pronoun, min who, the who, it could refer back to the affair. And then the meaning would be, and from the affairs which you are, which you are engaged in, is recitation of the Qur'an. The two possible ways to understand that word, minhu. Then he said, وَلَا تَعْمَلُونَ with the explanation, and you do not do, Shaykh Razan said, this is for all of the nation. It's in plural form, and you do not do anything. Shaykh said, this is for all of the nation. For the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and other than him. It's an address I'm referring to the whole of the nation. Min amalim, the explanation, any action. Shaykh Razan said, Any action from the actions, whether good or bad. With explanation, except that we are witnessing you. Shaykh Razan said, We are seeing you. Meaning, we are seeing you and observing you and witnessing you. This is a proof for his saying, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. فَإِنَّهُمْ يَرَاكَ And indeed he sees you. So all of these parts here refer to the second level of Ihsan. The first I brought was the proof of the first level of Ihsan. All of these ones now are evidences for the second level of Ihsan. Including what's just been mentioned there. إِذْ تُفِيدُونَ فِيهِ With the explanation, when you are engaged in it, Shaykh Fawzan said, you are carrying it out and you are doing it. So this gives a proof for the second level from the levels of Ihsan. And that he, the majestic and most high, witnesses the action of every doer of an action. He, the perfect and most high, sees him and knows him and observes him. And nothing is hidden from him. Inna Allah la yakhfa alayhi shay'un fil ardi wa la fis samaa. Surah Ali Imran, the third surah, ayah 5. With the explanation, nothing whatsoever in the earth nor in the heavens is hidden from Allah. Then Shaykh Razan said, so now he's commented upon the first type and first part of Ihsan, the, of the first type of Ihsan, the Ihsan between the servant and his Lord. The Ihsan that the servant has with regard to his worship of his Lord. Now he moves on to the second, the Ihsan that is between the creation, the person and the rest of the creation. And he, so he says, as for Ihsan between the servant and the creation, then its meaning is doing good to them, expending or doing good to them, and withholding from harming them. So he gives a very comprehensive definition there for ihsan towards the creation. Expending or giving good to them, putting forward good towards the rest of the creation, and withholding from harming them.
said, give you some examples of that, such that you feed the hungry person, and you clothe the person without clothing, and that you assist the needy person with your position, and that you intercede for the one who needs to be interceded for. That you do, and not only if you do that which is good, with all the different aspects of good. You are hospitable to the guest, and you are generous towards the neighbor. Nothing but good emanates from you towards the neighbor, and you withhold harming him also. So no harm comes from you towards him or towards anyone else. For from the people there are those who are such that nothing but harm comes from them. And from the people there are those whom harm and good come from. Some, some good and some harm. And from the people there are those whom nothing but good comes from. Then this is the highest of the levels. The lowest of them, those who are the only, only see emanating from them towards the rest of the people is, some, is evil treatment, evil behavior. <laughs> and higher than that is those, some good comes from them, but evil comes from them. Harm comes from them towards the people as well. And the highest is those who only good treatment comes from them towards the rest of the creation. And Shaykh Fazan continues, doing good towards the people, explaining, giving good towards the people and withholding harm from them. This is ihsan towards the people. This is good and fine treatment towards the people. وَأَحْسِنُوا إِنَّ اللَّهِ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Surah Al-Baqarah, the second surah, ayah 195. With the explanation, and do good, do, be upon ihsan, do good. Allah loves the Muhsineen, the doers of good, the people of Ihsan. Shaykh Razan said, even towards the animals, it is obligatory that you treat them well. That you have Ihsan towards even the animals, it is obligatory. That you make available for them whatever they need. And that you withhold harming them, and that you are gentle with them. This is from Ihsan towards the animals. Even a person who is to be rightfully killed, I mean, a person is going to be is it going to be rightfully executed. You should not torture him. Rather, you should execute him in a fine and tranquil manner. And so a person whom it is obligatory to execute, and someone it is obligatory to carry out a had, a prescribed punishment upon him, then it is carried out upon him with gentleness. There is to be no mutilation and no torture and no beating to death. He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَتَبَ الْإِحْسَانَ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ 
فإذا قتلتم فأحسنوا القتلة وإذا ذبحتم فأحسنوا الذبح Saying of Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah has written, Allah has obligated ihsan with regard to everything. So when you kill, then kill in a fine manner, good manner. And when you slaughter an animal, then slaughter in a good manner. In a footnote, they mention the hadith reported by Muslim as hadith 1955, as a hadith of Shaddad ibn Aws. And this being, of course, from the hadith of a Nawawi's 40 hadith, hadith number 17 from a Nawawi's 40 hadith. Shaykh Fawzan said, so with regard to qisas, with regard to retaliatory punishment, execution, or other than it, from that which necessitates a prescribed punishment. In, in all of that, the principle of ihsan, doing, treating well, applies. He said, فَإِذَا ذَبَحْتُمْ Explain the part of the hadith. فَإِذَا ذَبَحْتُمْ So when you slaughter an animal, meaning, when you slaughter animals which are to be eaten, then do ihsan, of the slaughtering, slaughter in a fine manner, and let one of you sharpen his knife, and let him give relief to the animal which he is slaughtering. Sheikh Abu Zan, he's quoting the wording of actual wording of the hadith in, in one version of the hadith. When he slaughters the animal, let one of you sharpen his knife, and let him give relief to the animal which he slaughters. Sheikh Abu Zan said, "So therefore." You are to treat with ihsan even the animals. And then he gives an example of this. He said, And Allah forgave the prostitute woman from Banu Israel, the woman from before, from the people of Banu Israel from before, a prostitute woman from them, Allah forgave her on account of the fact that she gave a drink of water to a dog which had its tongue hanging out from thirst. So she gave it water to drink and Allah thanked her for that and forgave her. He forgave her her sin. In a footnote they mention refer for this narration to Al-Bukhari, hadith number 3467 and Muslim number 2245 as a hadith of Abu Hurairah anhu. <coughs> Sheikh Fawzan said commenting and this is a tremendous sin and it is prostitution meaning fornication, zina but Allah forgave her on account of that because she did ihsan towards this thirsty animal she treated this thirsty animal with ihsan in a fine manner Sheikh Razan said, so how about something other than a dog? If you, were, if you were to treat a hungry person from the Muslims, or even from the children of Adam, the descendants of Adam, even if he is a disbeliever, if you treat him with ihsan, you treat him well, then Allah the Majestic and Most High will thank you for that. Ihsan. 
will thank you for that fine treatment. He the Most High said, same ayah that came shortly, a short while ago, Surah Al-Baqarah, second surah, ayah 195, with the explanation, and perform ihsan. Allah loves the people of ihsan. And then Shaykh Fawzan moves on to the third type of ihsan, meaning the, the ihsan, which is perfection of whatever deed that you do, whatever action you do, that you perfect it and complete it and do it properly. So Shaykh Fawzan said the third type, and it is perfection of the action. Whatever action you do, it is obligatory that you perfect it. Not so that it, not so that it should be said, so and so has done such and such very well. You don't do it for that purpose. You don't do it so that you'll be praised for that. The Sheikh said. And that occurs in the hadith. In Allah Yuhibbu Ida Amila Ahadukum Amalan Ayyut Inahu. Allah loves that when one of you does an action that he perfects it. In a footnote they mention this hadith is reported by Al Bayhaqi in his book Shu'abul Iman and they give the references there as a hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha. And as a side point, then this hadith was declared Hassan, good, by Shaykh al-Albani, in Sahih al-Jami'ah. And he spoke about it in his book, Silsilatul Hadith al-Sahihah, Hadith 1113.